Today, we're concluding our series about spiritual growth by asking you to do something very specific. I am going to ask you to go with me on a journey to take action. It's really interesting that we can have sometimes all of the information about something, but we don't move forward. And I think there's just that little piece left, right, for us. And that's that little piece that we're going to be talking about today to help us get from where we are now to where we want to go. And so we're going to be talking about all of that in context with the spiritual growth that we're looking for, the life that we're looking for that starts with a grounding and a solid foundation in Jesus Christ. I want to help you make that decision to get there today. So let's get started. Welcome to the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Michelle, Bible teacher and life coach, and I help Christian women like you rediscover joy and find balance through a renewed mind and a life-changing connection with Christ. Friend, I am so glad that you are here. So find a cozy spot and let's get started on today's episode. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to today's episode of the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Michelle. And it is actually a Saturday today when I'm recording. I typically don't record on Saturdays, but I wanted to make sure that I had this episode out for you because it's so important. I really think that so many of us are stuck in this middle ground when it comes to things. And so I know I've been there many times. And if you're feeling like this, I just wanted to tell you that it's a not something that you're alone in if you've ever felt like this. So have you ever been in that place where you feel like you have a lot of information about a certain situation or about a decision you want to make, but you still just can't move forward? You're still just kind of like, ah, I don't know what to do. Well, that's what I want to talk about today and specifically how that relates to our spiritual growth. So often we can watch a video or or hear a podcast or, or be encouraged by a book, and yet we still feel like, okay, that's great, but now I have to apply it. And so today I want to help you take that next step to applying what you've been learning over the last few weeks with me in this spiritual growth series. We've talked about lots of different things, all of these spiritual growth obstacles, some of the big categories that those fall into. We've introduced you to this, the Connected Bible community. I've shared some stories with you of ladies who have had incredible transformation. I love hearing those. And um, I pray that those were encouraging to you too. And I've given you an opportunity to be able to move forward into spiritual growth with us as we are opening the Connected Bible community. Now, I'm recording this right now at the end of February when we are just about to open up the Connected Bible community. So if you're listening to this and it isn't the end of February in 2021, that's fine. Go ahead and still go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash connected to see if we have any openings right now. We may be open right now. You just never know. So go ahead and and you can still check that out if that's something that you want to do. But most of all, my heart is today to help you to take that next step, whether that is to join us for the community or it's to just take a small change or make a small change in how you prioritize your day or or how you might maybe find out more about some of the, the doubts you have about your faith or the questions you're having. Maybe it's saying, I want to know how to understand the Bible, how to read a verse, and you're going to investigate something like that. So based on all that we have gone through the last few weeks and talking about spiritual growth, what will be your next step? Okay. And so let's talk about that in terms of 
what that is for you. I'm going to let you figure that out, but let's also talk about it from the sense of how is this really uh, this question about moving forward. And sometimes why we feel stuck, it really is this bigger question that we all must come to terms with. And that's this idea of owning your life. Now, let me tell you something. I have three teens in my house right now. Amazing kids. I love them. They are so awesome. But one topic we've been talking about a lot lately is this topic of owning your life. And it is just to say these things that you long for, these things that you want, that there's, as I've been telling my amazing teen kids, there's no one that's going to be able to accomplish those things or to change your perspective on those things, but you, like you are the one who has to decide this is what you want. This is the kind of life you want. And you have to be the one to live with the consequences of that, right? That's just part of growing up. That's part of being an adult. And that is, that can be sobering, can it? Especially when we get to places sometimes where we think, um, I'm not really sure if I like this, right? But the good news is, is that in God, in Christ, we always have a chance to start over. There's no like last chance, you're done and that's it, right? We always have the opportunity to start afresh in God. That is what I've been encouraging them in is these areas where they feel like they're strong to keep going in those areas and the areas where they feel like, um, I don't really like this and I'm not sure how to get past this to really go back to, well, how are you owning this? You know, we have things that happen to us that are outside of our circumstances and our control, of course, But a lot of things in life really are in our control. And we have to be willing to say, if I don't like this, I'm going to change something to make that happen and to be different. In terms of our self-care, in terms of especially something like connecting with God, we have to be able to advocate for what we need. We have to be able to say, I am not happy right now, or I am, this is not working for me, or I have this question. And the good news again is that God is there to help us to to give us wisdom and to give us some ideas about next steps and often he gives us people around us to be able to know well who can I ask about this or maybe I can share with this friend and they have some insight um but most of all he gives us the holy spirit to be able to guide us. So I guess I'm just saying that I just want to encourage you to step into that voice to step into the voice that says, I want this sort of a life. I want this kind of relationship with God. I want this peace really is what it comes down to. I want this peace. I want purpose. I want meaning. I don't want to just exist. I want more than just going back and forth every day. I want to know that I'm loved by God. I want to know who I am. If I'm a daughter of God, I want to know what that means. How does that affect me? I want to live this life on purpose with purpose. I mean, we all quote the great Bible verse, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. So my question for you is, is how can you step further into those plans? What can you do about that, right? We can't control what God's going to do, but we can control our perspective on our situation and we can control, are we growing closer to him? Because as I was just talking to um, some other ladies about yesterday, so much of our growth and our ability to receive spiritual fruit, it comes with obedience. It really, really does. It comes with obeying God, seeing what he has set up in terms of how to live a vibrant life, how to live a life that's full to the fullest, as he talks about in John 10, 10. And that comes from knowing those things and living them out. And so, so many of us are like, well, I want peace. And I, why isn't God giving me this? Well, can I just in the most kind, gentle, loving way say, friend, are you 
being obedient to this call to spend time with him every day, to really seek him. Are you doing that? And if not, today is the day to do that. Today is the day to step into that. If you need that, I want to give you permission. You can advocate for yourself. You need to advocate for yourself, right? It's 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 noticing what do we need? What do you need? And how can we set up tools, boundaries? What kind of resources do we need to protect that, to build that up in us? This is something that only you can advocate for, right? It's it's part of giving honestly our worship back to God and advocating for the gift of life that he's given us that your life has meaning and it's and has purpose and you were created on purpose when we say to God I'm spending this time with you I'm making this a priority in my life we're saying I'm honoring the purpose and the and the the gift that God has given me of life does that make sense I encourage you to step into that I also want to say that it's okay to start this journey without really knowing what's on the other side of it I can't even tell you. I mean, even now as someone who is close to the Lord and is always growing in the Lord, my walk with God isn't perfect. I don't always have perfect days with God where we're just, you know, everything is is exactly how it's supposed to be. I still have days where I have questions and challenges. Yet what I'm doing is saying I'm going to keep pursuing him. I'm going to keep seeking him even through the days and the seasons that are tough and I I maybe feel like I don't know if I feel close or he's here. I know he's here, right? Whether no matter what my feelings say, I can stand strong in my walk with God because I know who I am. And every day that I spend in his word and I grow in that, I feel stronger and I know that confidence in me grows. Really, it comes down to not the spirit of legalism because I, I don't want you to hear that, but really our relationship with God comes down to what we put into it. It's kind of like a marriage relationship. If we spend a lot of time with a spouse and if we make it a point to connect with them and to love them and to share with them, we're going to be closer to them than if we ignore them, never see them, you know, or somehow separated from them. It's just a relationship issue. So if that investment is being made, God is so faithful to honor that. And so I wanted to share with you some scriptures about the faithfulness of God in when we step out to be with him, how he shows up in our life. Now, again, it doesn't mean that he's a magic genie, that he just shows up and all of our prayers are instantly answered. I am so not saying that. And I hope you know me well enough by now to know that that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we can know that our God is faithful, that he's loving, that he's kind, that he's compassionate, and that he's always seeking us. When we come to him, he is going to be there for us. Whether we feel it in the moment or not, we can know and stand on the truth that he is. Here are some scriptures to kind of enforce that concept. Matthew 7 verses 7 to 8 says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. That's going to open that door of knowing him closely and, and walking with him when we are faithful to do our part, to advocate to whatever we need to do to set up boundaries, to bring in more tools, to have accountability, whatever we need, he's going to be faithful to come in in his part. We can know that for the truth. Matthew 6, says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. Again, seeking God knowing God, making our our relationship with God a high priority. When that happens, it changes us. It makes us live righteously. It changes our perspective. And he begins to fulfill our deepest desires. Actually, what happens is he changes our desires to be more in line with his. And it's this beautiful purification process that we get to encounter our entire life, right? 
but that is, is the process. It is seeking him first and building that consistency. And that's what I am passionate about helping women do is build that consistency in your life, helping you remove the obstacles so that you can build that consistency. Um, second, or excuse me, first Chronicles 28 verse nine says, and Solomon, my sons, this is David speaking, Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind for the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. If you seek him, you will find him. So this is call to this intimate relationship with God, this, this desire to not just check a box, to not just go to church and be like, okay, well, that's it, but to seek him to really let him lead you, to really ask our questions, to spend time with him. And it says, if you seek him, you'll find him. Proverbs 3, verse 6 says, seek his will and all that you do, and he will show you which path to take. This is part of that very famous verse, trust in the Lord, right? Seeking God in, in all that we do, he shows us which path to take. He shows us what's the next thing to do. And that's what we're all looking for too, is this, is this direction every day, aren't we? Revelation 22 verse seven, in the end of the Bible itself, this is what the, the spirit of God to all people, he says in this verse, the spirit and the bride say, come, let anyone who hears this say, come, let anyone who is thirsty, come, let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. God is offering us a seat at the table. He's giving us the ability to know him closer. So the question really comes down to, are we going to take it? And what's required here, as we hear over and over, is just this willing heart, a willing heart to ask, to seek, to know, and to build that rhythm of consistency, this like onion layer concept that I talk about all the time, just the ability to, we, we just are faithful and showing up and doing the work every single day. And when we do that, when we dedicate ourselves to spending that time and investing in it, we grow and transform without even knowing it. Kind of like um, if we watch some grass growing in a field, if we stare at it all day long, we're not going to see a difference in the grass, but you come back two weeks later, it's going to be that much taller and we can see a difference. I know I see that every year with my weeds in the spring. Right now we have some weeds growing in parts of our backyard and I'm like, yep, spring's coming. <laughs> So we can see the change, not in the moment by moment, but when we look back after some time, we see the transformation. And that is what I have seen this year over and over in these ladies who have been a part of the Connected Bible community is the transformation that maybe is not evident every single week when we, when we share and we talk, but I see it and they see it when we go back and we celebrate what are the things that have happened and also when we come upon these new topics and we're like, oh, wow, I see how you're approaching that from a completely different perspective because of what God has been doing in your heart in this area. And so it's amazing to see that transformation and to just trust God with that, you know, and to let him do the work that he needs to do in us. As you can listen to episode 101, I shared some of those transformation stories there and you can just hear it, the confidence, the joy, the lightness that is there. So I, I want to help you move forward. I want to help you take that next step and to find growth. I want to meet you where you're at. I want to help you have the tools you need to be successful. And that is why we've created the Connected Bible Community. I was just recently sharing in the Challenge Facebook Live group, and we were talking about how the story, basically my own faith journey, and we were talking about the story behind the Connected Bible Community. And the Connected Bible Community wasn't just born in one day. It was born over a long period of me figuring out my own journey of connecting with the Lord and working with women one-on-one -on -one and seeing what that was like, but also offering 
individual studies and seeing that was great, but that there also needed to be another element, you know, so it's all this experimentation that has come about. And I've noticed that women need, they need tools. They need a framework to be able to connect and read the Bible and understand it. And that's what the spiritual growth rhythm is. They need this accountability and the fellowship and the community. We were created to be in community. We're not created to just do this by ourselves, of course. And they need encouragement that they can do this, right? They need um, what we have in the community, this, this library of resources to help them move through different stages, the optional group coaching that we have. They need the live teaching and even the recorded teaching that we have to be able to see, wow, okay, other people, this is what they're learning and this is how they're growing. But it's a journey. It is a process. And having that kind of a structure really does make a difference. It's, it's making that commitment, to not just in your head, but to other people saying, this is important to me and I'm committing myself to growing in God, to growing in myself and and knowing myself better in these areas and to growing closer to other women. That's what I want to help you do. And that's why I'm encouraging you to join us for the Connected Bible Community. So again, as I'm recording this, we have the Connected Bible Community is open from February 20th through February 26th. And it's this short window of time where we're taking new members into the community. We're going to be starting over in March with our study on identity, which is been just phenomenal this last year. Every month we take a new topic about our identity in Christ. They all start with I am statements like I am beautiful. I am confident. I am determined. I am strong. I am accepted. I'm chosen. These are just powerful concepts, right? That transform us. Well, something that interesting that happened is again, we went through all of that last year and I just felt like, and and the the ladies resonated with this too, that it was going to be something that we needed to go through again together. And they completely agreed because all of them are coming back to go through this curriculum again with me and to grow even deeper. And what I'm excited about is the transformation that will happen in this next year, because again, going through these topics after having heard the other topics, you know, it just all kind of builds on itself. So it'll be really, really interesting. So we want you to be a part of that. You can be a part of this transformation experience too. I want to give you that opportunity to have that. And like I said, there is this short window before we start again, March 1st, where you can join us. And again, if you're listening to this outside of that window, please go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash connected, and you will see what kind of resources are available now to keep you growing, or if the community happens to be open at this time. But I just want you to think about the importance of this. And there's a reason why, if you've been listening to this whole series, I want you to put yourself in the future, say six months or 12 months from, from now, say like if you were to have joined us now and then be 12 months from now in 2022, what will happen if you decide to commit to growing in God this way in knowing your identity as his daughter in, in showing up with resources that are going to grow you every day, what will happen? How will that change your perspective on life and what you're going through right now? How will that change the difficulty of the things you're, you're walking through, like the, the COVID restrictions and the quarantines and all the stuff we're dealing with? How will that affect these ongoing health issues maybe that you suffer with or, or just other difficult things? How will that give you more peace? How will that help you release stress and, and recognize God in your life every day? How will that just change you from the inside out? I know just, again, my own experience and also just what the word of God says, that when we connect with him, we make that investment, he changes us. So now 
I want you to imagine what would happen if you didn't change anything about your life. If you decided to not step into something like the connected Bible community or, or some sort of next step to grow you spiritually, if you just kind of kept on the way you are, how different would life be six months from now, 12 months from now? What would it look like? What would you be like? What would your perspective be like? How would your joy levels be? How would your peace levels be? Your stress levels? How would you be able to handle all these other things in your life? What would that you, that version of you be like? That's what it comes down to, friends, is deciding, do I want this option or that option? Do I want to move towards this direction or that direction? That's what I believe owning your life is. It's not necessarily having all the steps to get there. It's not necessarily knowing how it's going to happen or or just being convinced like this is what's going to happen. But it's saying, I'm taking steps toward that and letting God do the rest, right? I'm moving towards this direction and letting God change me. So it comes down to you. What would you like? What would you like moving forward? If you would like to move forward and take a next step, we have the Connected Bible Community for you now to move into that. But like I said, I encourage you, if it's not that, then something else, some other small step to be able to to get these questions answered, to move forward spiritually, because I do want to encourage you that there is there is peace. There is confidence. There is joy. All of that is available in Christ. It's just waiting for you. And so I encourage you to step into it. All right, friend, thank you so much for being here. And like I said, the Connected Bible community is open until Friday, February 26th. To sign up and to learn more, you can go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash connected. And we would love to have you in there. So coming up in March, we have all kinds of guest episodes and amazing women of God that I want to introduce you to who are sharing their stories, talking about some really important deep issues. Yeah, it's going to be some great conversations. So if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, do that so that you can be sure to catch every episode here coming up because there's some great ones coming. All right, friend, have a great week. I'll chat with you soon. Bye.